Would you like to work closer to home, save money on gas, and be rewarded for your hard work and attendance? Then Belicio Foods is looking for you. That's right, Belicio Foods is now hiring for multiple positions and shifts with great employee benefits, an on-site health clinic, competitive wages, and advancement opportunities. Belicio Foods is a company that truly values their employees. Apply online at BelicioFoods.com careers. At Vinton County National Bank, we believe in supporting the areas where we live and work. Now, we'd like to honor those who also serve our communities. Our new Community Champions account is especially for first responders, veterans, active military, and anyone employed in the fields of healthcare or education. This account offers rewards, discounts, and other benefits to those who give so much to others. Vinton County National Bank, rewarding those who serve. Wait, hold on. We got, we got a squash. Okay. Squash. Hi, everyone, and welcome to the morning show. We are here with a lot of fun guests from, well, everywhere, but we're going to be talking about the Buckeye Furnace Fall Festival that is this coming weekend. Yep. Yep. And our good friend Jan is here and a whole, uh, well, a few vendors, which yes. is very cool. So I'm going to, so Jan and I have to share a microphone, even though we're loudmouths. Well, we could yell louder if we had to. We could. We could. And Dylan, let us know if you can't hear us, okay? All right. All right. Very cool. All right. So, Jan, you are here. We're talking about um, the what annual Buckeye Furnace Fall, Fall Festival. Festival. It's That's been right. going on a while, well, I think, now. I've been living there for 15 years, and I believe it was done a couple years prior to that. So it's been around a while. A few years, that's what a we like to years. say, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> a few years. Okay, and that is what, this coming? Saturday. Saturday. Yeah, and hopefully the weather's going to be as good as they say it's going to be. Man, if we could have like some sunshine in 65, I'm I'm A-okay with that. In the fall? Mm -hmm. Yeah. You kidding? It, it's it's going to be close to that, I believe. Well, very good. Well, how about we introduce everyone that's here and then we'll kind of talk about everybody's individual stuff and then some of the other vendors that'll be there. Yeah, so um, my name is Elise Lewis and I make tallow-based skincare. Um, at the show, I'll be having um, my different balms. I have a sugar scrub. I have... Um, a tallow man balm that I recently added and um, sunblock. I have just a couple more of those left from the summer and uh, my lip balm. So um, tallow, a lot of people haven't heard about tallow That's before. what I was going to ask you. <laughs> um, it is an older way that I'm making new again on how to um, hydrate the skin naturally. Um, it is an animal-based product. Um, specifically it is the fat from a cow okay. that I use to hydrate my skin, which totally sounds weird and foreign, but, um, it's nothing new. Um, just bringing it back. Um, it was the only thing that helped my son's eczema. Okay. And when I had used it for the first time, I was like, this stuff is amazing. What did I just use? And um, when I just dove into why, um, tallow shares a lot of similar chemistry with our skin. 
So there's vitamins A, B, D, E, and K in tallow. And that specific makeup is similar to our structure of our skin. So those vitamins, when we put it on, our skin absorbs it, it accepts it, um, it recognizes the tallow, um, and then uses those nutrients to help build up the skin again and repair skin cells. Um, And it's all natural. So... um, yeah, I got really passionate about it. Um, I started with a balm that has honey and beeswax incorporated with the tallow. Oh, okay. And it's more like a salve um, for when, you know, people have breakouts or um, flare-ups with eczema, rosacea, psoriasis, that kind of thing. Is that this one? That's the little guy there. Little guy. Yeah, and that's my honey rose scent. It has six different... Um, essential oils in it that are actually great for anti-aging um but i i make some that are infused (laughs) no you cannot eat the whole jar (laughs) you could if you wanted to i mean you could but you know not this morning yeah (laughs) edible and palatable are different yeah (laughs) exactly exactly i make a honey uh or the honey rose but then there's a vanilla bean that literally smells like you're baking and it's awesome. I just infused the tallow with organic Madagascar vanilla beans. Nice. And my son thinks they're like cookies. And he's like, put it on. I want to eat it. And I'm like, okay, let's not lick your face. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, you can. You can, <laughs> yes. Non-toxic. My sugar scrub, um, it actually, they lick the beaters of the sugar scrub. So I know and tallow tallow used to be something that um, our ancestors used for cooking. So that would um, make sense. Well, I mean, it's it's something that, yeah, I've heard a lot of that lately that people are getting back to that. Yeah, we do a little bit of that. Yeah, Yeah. our our whole thing is kind of newfangled, old fashioned. Yeah. Yeah. So we're very similar becomes new again, you know, and looking back in time for answers mm-hmm. you know yeah we have a very similar perspective over at ain't fancy too yeah love that love awesome. that so i wonder why people got away from this method and got into all the chemicals and stuff that we're doing you know that you buy at the um, drugstore or whatever i kind of looked into that too ask, and, and, yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> ask the man no in the 90s um we got away from um tallow like mcdonald's used to make their french fries in tallow okay um it's a saturated fat and um in the 90s they're like fats are bad we should stop consuming fats um but really there is no scientific evidence that saturated fats lead to things like heart disease um it's something that hasn't been proven um and what they wanted to do was replace the fats with seed oils and seed oils um it's a, something that's industrialized. Um, they say it's a vegetable oil, but really it's from a seed that is being, um, it's being um, processed. Mm-hmm. Um, and our bodies just don't, they're, they're not compatible with something that is not natural for our bodies. As far as I'm concerned, and this just sounds really like, oh, but like, you know, the good Lord or whomever created this earth put everything on this earth that we could possibly need to survive and, and to maintain our body. So like, why not go back to that? Yeah, Mm -hmm. it is the way 
I mean, I, I am. I understand there's woman, medicines and stuff out there that are life saving, and I get all that stuff. Yeah. But it seems to me at the end of the day, if you're going to put something on your skin or whatever, it should be something that's more natural. natural. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. How God intended. Yes. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, very, very good. And, you know, as somebody that does um, suffer from just like some outbreaks of uh, just tiny bits of like eczema and stuff like that, I think that this would be perfect because you can just kind of put it on. Well, you can use it all the time, but put yes. it on also as needed um, for something like that. And it would be soothing mm-hmm. and very good. It's an anti-inflammatory. Um, there's Love omega that. three and omega sixes, which help with the autoimmune or immune responses with the skin. Mm-hmm. So it just helps combat us having flare-ups when we have those kinds of skin issues. So. All right, and you will have all of this available at um, Saturday, yeah, on Saturday. And mm-hmm. also, I am a chapstick like freak. Like I always have, like <laughs> you know, so many different ones. So she yep. has chapstick Tallow as well. With, um, it's peppermint essential oh, oil. I'm all about the peppermint mm-hmm. chapstick. You can't go too. wrong with a peppermint. Yes, mm-hmm. yeah. absolutely. No, I tend to, if my lips get dry, I get like a cold sore mm-hmm. or wind or sun mm-hmm. or any of that stuff. I get a cold sore. So I'm all about the chapstick. I get the cracking on the corners. Yep, yep, that yeah. too. I like that. Yeah, I got the biting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Can you see it? Where it says made in Jackson, Ohio. Yes. Like that too. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Very, very good. Can't get more local than that. <laughs> yeah, you're exactly right. So you will have all these products out there. Oh, I don't know if that'll be able to be seen or not, Dylan, but he's going to try. He's going to try. Mm. Yeah, we have. Um, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Look at that. My there friend who's another vendor, good. she's going to be next to me. Uh, her name is Emily Collins with Collins Farms. She makes uh, goat's milk soaps. And we actually teamed up together to make a tallow goat's milk soap. Oh, cool. Yeah. So there's, um, I told her, I was like, I don't want to get into soaps. I don't want to make it. Um, She's great at it. And so I gave her the tallow, which I sourced from her farm. So okay. her cows are grass-fed, grass-finished cows. So okay, so I here we go full down. circle. Yeah. This. this is how it's supposed to work. Yeah, so she'll be next to me there on Saturday. So she'll have her soaps and... Um, I'll have my balms put on after you uh, wash up. <laughs> hey, there you go. You can scrub up and then All yeah. natural. you'll just be so clean when you leave Buckeye Furnace. You have no <laughs> idea. <laughs> All right. So uh, you two over there are kind yeah. of a team. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, we are Ain't Fancy Outpost. We're located just outside Colton on Sour Run. Okay. Uh, also local then. Yes. Uh-huh. Uh, we've been in the area for about a year and a half now and did a lot of uh, research on what kinds of business the area needs mm-hmm. and what's missing from what's already available, like, you know, your tallow and all kinds of farm to table things that are coming out nowadays. Sure. Uh, and the one thing that was really missing was gluten-free options, like anywhere. <laughs> Heard, yes. yes. No. So, um, and gluten-free isn't just for people with celiac anymore. There are a lot of people more and more who are just sensitive to American-sourced flour. Uh-huh. And that's what my particular issue is. And so when I went had to go flour free. It was just easier to go gluten free entirely. That makes sense. Uh, and so what we're going to do is we're going to have a completely dedicated gluten free kitchen 
so that there's zero chance of any kind of cross contamination yeah. mm -hmm. because some people are so sensitive to gluten that if they get any kind of uh, trace of it, even in the pans and things, it can make them react. So what would you say, because, okay, so this is the whole debate, you know, mm. like I've had been in the restaurant business for a really long time. And, you know, there's this whole debate about whether it's just manifested in someone's mind or whatever about gluten. And so basically if you all don't know, and you hear of gluten free, but just consider gluten flour. Um, it's the easiest mm -hmm. way to, to say it. Um, but a lot of people are finding out that they have reactions mm -hmm. to that. And like, are you going to go into anaphylactic shock and die? Probably yeah. not. But is your belly going to hate you? Yes. Mm -hmm. And there's also, speaking of skin and whatever, mm -hmm. all these other, you know, reactions that people get that it, when they start cutting these things out, this is where the whole 30 diet kind of mm -hmm. came mm -hmm. into, into vogue too, um, where you just start with basic bones, everything, mm. and then you start adding things and find out where you... That's basically I mean, what I had to do a couple yes. of years ago. Yeah. Um, I had... It's not BS. It's right. a real no. thing. No. <laughs> it's yeah. a real I thing. I had some severe digestive issues. Yes. Uh, a few years ago, I had to cut down to nothing but chicken and rice for about six weeks. Okay. And then slowly started adding things back. And for my system, it turned out to be tomatoes and uh, wheat flour that were the problem. Okay. And... So now I just avoid those. Correct. But, but you it's, don't It's know. hard to do. It, it is, is hard, hard to, to do, do. And it's hard. It take, It's time consuming because, you know, I had the benefit of being in lockdown. So <laughs> <laughs> it was a lot easier without anything else to have to focus on. Yeah. But well. when you're someone who's working full time or anything like that, and you're trying to have a dietary sensitive, you know, intake, and there's nowhere to order from that can pro safely provide gluten-free because sure. that's one of the other things is because places that make gluten-free things in a regular bakery setting correct you've got all that flour already in the it's air it's just in the yeah. air it's just right. bouncing around all over the place right yeah and so it's not practical for regular bakeries to be like oh we're gonna make a gluten-free batch of brownies it's not gonna work yeah so what we're doing is we're taking that pressure off of we're, we're going to try to take that pressure off of the local businesses, provide a ready-made gluten-free option that's in a contained space that you can just take out and sell on your own. Love that. So, mm -hmm. And then we're going to get into like person-to-person -person sales uh, probably around spring, but okay. we're going to start business-to-business. -business. Yeah. Very cool. But for the mm -hmm. furnace, we will have samples of our gluten-free uh Biscuit yeah, bites. Don't you take those from me. <laughs> yeah. You see him try to pull that so, stuff away from me? Yeah. He's very proud. He made them. I He's made very them, proud yeah. of them. No, they're very good. Can we try these? Yes, yeah, absolutely. absolutely. So tell us so, what it is we're trying. So and these, I will share. These are gluten-free. That is the chocolate chip. I'm a, I'm a chocolate chip kind and of person. And that is the berry. Yeah. That's blueberry. So these is, are little yeah. biscuits. Yeah. Biscuit bites. It's gluten-free flour, butter, a little tiny bit of sugar, uh, Usual baking stuff, salt, baking powder. Um, and um, this Very is... Very good. A, yeah, the, the gluten-free flour blend we use is a really solid mix of its rice mm. flours and mm -hmm. sorghum flour and tapioca starch. And it it is almost... You Undetectable. Almost, you can't tell it's gluten-free. Yeah. Yeah, you almost hit that... It's still mm -hmm. almost that wheat flour taste where, mm -hmm. we, you know, we want to have these home recipes, you know, every comfort food recipes that mm -hmm. are made with a 
you know, but made for you know people mm-hmm. to be able to eat if they can't. You know, people who miss biscuits, really. Yeah, right? I mean, I, I'm, I'm Kentucky born and raised. I missed biscuits. I really missed biscuits. I want my gravy and my biscuits, man. Oh, well, yeah, we've, we've got, got, we've got gravy, gravy recipe recipes, too. too. Wait. Huh. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Do you really? Yeah, no. we. I've, I've, I, I've got a chocolate gravy recipe that freezes into pudding pops. <laughs> These folks are my new best friends. <laughs> <laughs> no, this is but, great. But, you know, if everybody can eat gluten-free stuff, not everybody can eat flour stuff. Right. And we're really, since we already own our property, we don't have to rent somewhere, it's a lot easier for us to make it accessible, uh, you know, especially with the limitations around in, in this kind of an area. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, we're... You know, we're also working, workshopping, you know, how to get our products to customers better. You know, if we're not necessarily in a store, could, you know, can we organize pickup locations and that kind of thing to get things moving a little faster? Because we've okay. been at the, the farmer's market all summer. Okay. And we've had a great response from people. Big turnout. Super there. excited. It's been really good. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. But at the, at the furnace, we're going to have our hats that I make as well as our samples. And Do the, the hats have gluten? The hats are gluten free, also, <laughs> also uh, but they are all natural materials. They yeah, are uh, just show it off. Co- uh, cotton uh, and uh, modal blend on those ones, and then we also have a couple wool ones left over from last year, and I'll be making more. Yeah. Those are awesome. Uh, I'm ready for Halloween. Yes, yes, you are. Look at you go. <laughs> and they come in uh, adult sizes as well as kids and baby. Yeah, we got our little models here showing off <laughs> yeah. the cuties. As well as our, yeah. Okay, is that a beaver? So it is a beaver. It's a beaver and a possum. It's a beaver and a possum. Yeah. So, I'm sorry, beaver. I didn't notice you because I'm a possum. <laughs> and I love possums. I love them so much. I think they're so cute. And um, so, yeah. So, kids, babies, mm-hmm. all of that. You have hats. Hats for everybody. Okay. I can do custom jobs. I can do match sets for a family if somebody wants. Oh, that's a good idea. Uh-huh. But like little Christmas, Christmas hats photos. for yeah. all the pictures that everybody does. Yep. <laughs> Yeah, That'd we can do cute. we can do customs like message us on our we ain't fancy out post on Facebook. We can okay. uh, we can set up we can do custom hats. Yep. Uh, and then we'll also have our calm balm at the uh, at the festival. <laughs> I'm doing my best. It's okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, it's uh, a coconut oil base, uh-huh. and then we put in fresh foraged plantain, uh, mint, and jewelweed. And we steep that up for hours and hours okay. in the coconut oil. And what it gives is a really nice, all natural um, and vegan, just coincidentally, uh, <laughs> skin cream that relieves any kind of bug bite, uh, Ooh, poison cool. ivy itch. Well, God knows we have enough of those around here. Yeah. It's also safe to use on your dog You could for because uh, coconut oil is very effective on fleas. So you can treat the fleas and the itch at the same at time the same with time. this. So or if we, they have hot spots, that would be a yeah. good thing for that. Too. Yeah, it's nice I, and soothing. Like. It is an oil, so you know it does oil things to their digestive system. Yes, but they won't be as itchy. Yeah, <laughs> you got to give and take a little bit. Yeah, yeah. time for the little hood. <laughs> oh yeah, and they can't lick it. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, I know. We went through the cone of shame. So I did. Yeah, we have a corgi puppy. And so, yeah, she had the cone of shame for 10 days. And it was so sad because 
she's very short. So every time she would try to walk, <laughs> it would... oh. we had two kittens and cones of shame when we moved yes. here. Yes. So they were, uh, yeah, they, they were very, you're like, Oh, I can't help but laugh at you, but I'm so sorry. <laughs> that you're so cute. Yeah, just... Let me take a picture. Yes. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, Dual are... satellite dishes on matching tuxedo kittens was just oh. unendingly like, tragically hilarious yes yeah i know like there's just so many words so many words so all right but you guys um also do some spice blends that you were telling us about yeah we have let's talk about that that is a berber spice it is an authentic ethiopian imported uh chili powder it okay uh, it it's it tastes like chili used to taste it smells like chili can i i was gonna say can i smell give it a try you don't you be dumping that don't on my desk. I'm trying to make sure I don't. <laughs> oh, that smells but, really good. Yeah, one of the one little cup Love like that, that will give you a nice, flavorful, mild pot mm. of chili. Okay. Two of those will melt your face for about five minutes in wow. the best way possible, and then just give you a nice warm tummy for the rest of the evening. Okay, so is yeah. it like spicy to like your mouth? It's yeah. not super spicy, but yes. Okay, yeah. like if you're used to things that aren't super spicy, then yeah, you'll want to use it. Yeah, one <laughs> yeah. Cup. If you're adventurous, if you're a bold eater, then you know, go use your for own it. discretion. Yeah. <laughs> love that i would love to try that because um this is the time of the year where i whip up chili all the time Mm -hmm. yeah i football season starts it's something mm -hmm. i don't i don't know why it's like yeah they have to go they go hand in hand like chili and football season we've done chili mac with it a few times oh that's good it's really nice excuse me it's kettle corn in football oh <laughs> Jan's that got is her true. priorities. She does. Yeah, so I got some kettle corn from you when uh, in the spring uh, Buckeye furnace thing, and mm-hmm. so my husband. So this is the deal. My husband's like um, a super like tries to eat really really well mm-hmm. until I bring something like that home, and then like five minutes later it's gone. That or no baked cookies, <laughs> and it's all yep. your fault. And it's all my fault. So <laughs> your kettle corn was gone in like I mean fifteen minutes. Mm-hmm. So anyway, and it was all my fault that I brought it home. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but that's okay. So wow, you guys. So this is these are two of the amazing vendors that are going to be at um, the Buckeye Furnace Fall Festival. And again, that'll be this coming Saturday at Buckeye Furnace, uh, 10 to 5. And there's the flyer. Um, And so, Jan, I guess I'm going to ask you to talk about some of the other stuff, if you all don't mind us uh, Mm -hmm, talking about some of the other vendors that will will be there and um, some food as well. (laughs) And that's exactly right. One of the things that we've learned about having a group of vendors out is they are very supportive group to each other yes oh, yeah. which is very nice for sure yeah. mm-hmm. that's a big reason you know why I and if they the yeah. one of them hears <laughs> yeah one of them hears right? about an event they're calling their friends yeah yeah <laughs> you know so now um i know that this will be saturday but uh will any of you be in downtown jackson this evening as well what no tomorrow evening tomorrow, tomorrow, tomorrow evening tomorrow we will yeah you, yeah you will be for the trunk or treat mm-hmm. okay mm-hmm. so that's a whole other mm-hmm. you know time we're not trying to take away from this event but um if you can't make it to one you can find these Mm -hmm. folks there yeah Yeah, there absolutely okay well i can run through i mean you have two pages of vendors yes i do jan 55 yeah 
What? Yeah. Of course, Elise, she's at the top of the list here. Emily Collins, who does goat milk soap here, I'll from give Collins this. Farms. Yep. That's the one you were just talking about. Okay. Okay. Angela McFadden. Bushel and Peck is the name of her business, so I don't have any, any other note there. <laughs> Angie Tolliver, Lucy's Greenhouse. Angela Queen Paparazzi. Ashley Marie BWO Crystals. Oh, Ballard cool. Baker. Ballard is a really great guy. He does handmade knives. Ooh, fun. Yeah, cool. so he, he does some really nice things there. Uh, Barb West. I think a lot of people know Barb. She's doing uh, doll clothes, pillowcases, etc. Doll clothes. Uh, Brent, Belinda and Willie Fox. Those are uh, another group from a Farmer's Market oh, yeah, this summer. They're they're doing all kinds of canned goods and baked goods. Okay. Uh, Kathy and David Sparks, Wooden Fabric Crafts. Now, they've kind of cut back on what they're doing, but they decided they wanted to come to the Fall Festival. Okay. So that's that's really cool. If you're missing those folks, come out and say hi to them. Cecilia and Dave Hopkins, Rock Jewelry. Cool. Connie Voyers, her is ISO stuff. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> okay. Danny Getz, he does fountain pens and knives. And what he does, he goes out and he hunts down uh, bird feathers, mostly turkey feathers. He can find mm -hmm. quite a few out of Buckeye Furnace and he converts them into a pen. Okay. Oh, that's super cool. Yeah. What a great gift idea for somebody. Yeah, of a kind. it's nice. Debbie Roten Sewing Items. Debbie, I can't even begin to pronounce that. Parzik? Parzik? Parzik. I would say. Baked Goods and Friendship Pens. Emily Weekly Candles. Erica, Elizabeth, and Bambi Bugs and Bees Crafts. Oh, I know them. Frances Saunders Beaded Jewelry. Gage Smith Swan Creek Wood Shop. Okay. Uh, Harold Hollingshead, he does wooden toys. Harold does our wooden toys, uh, old-time toys, in our gift shop out at Buckeye Furnace. Oh, 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 yeah, okay. Yeah, so he does, he's, he's really neat. Heather Renee Simpson, Sweet Goods, Sweet Delights. Joanna Lane, Baked Goods. These two. Josh <laughs> and Lid, Crafts and Home Remedies and... Et cetera. Et cetera. <laughs> and stuff. A little bit of everything. Yeah. And stuff. Okay, uh, Julie Phelps, pyrography. What's pyrography? Her? That would be mm -hmm. fire writing. Yeah, it's it's Wait, uh, what? doing thing? things with. Oh I mean, yeah, this is of... wood burning. Yeah, yeah, pyrography. wood burning basically yeah. different okay. kinds of crafts. Okay. Uh, Kayla Pedrick, Jude's Greenhouse. Kayla Whaley is doing Kay's sweet treats. Kenda Armstrong, Jordan Essentials. Linda Patton Halley, Chic and Sassy, Lauren Milliken, Milliken Farm, Sweet Lucy Designs, Mary Caldwell, Hand Braided Rugs, Mary Roddy, Cookie Creations and Crafts, Michaela Springer, What the Quail. She's neat. What is quail that? Eggs. They do quail eggs. You can get pickled quail eggs. You can get all oh. kinds of stuff. And, and that's a new bit. That's a new local business. What the quail? <laughs> yeah, what the quail? So that, that's kind of a cute play on words there. Uh, Elise and Paul Renola, and it's called Little Crow Creations. Michelle Howell will be doing honey. Michelle Teeters, pottery and photography. 
Pam Wright Color Street, Peyton Brisker Stained Glass, Phyllis Miller Arada. Everybody loves those little sharp metal knives. Oh. Uh, Randall Christian Permanent Jewelry. Samantha Wiseman, Organic Skin Care, Stephanie Lee, Fall and Holiday Crafts, Stephanie Manns, Earrings and Crafts, Tammy McClung, Tupperware. Wait, is Tupperware still a thing? Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. I thought that, you know, it would never, you know, it never, like our great-grandmother's Tupperware <laughs> is still alive somewhere. Yeah. They never I, had to sell any more of it. <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Tracy Malone, Traveling Chapters. I'm not sure. It's a bunch of children books. Bunch of children oh, books. Oh, okay. cool. See? Love that. And Vicki Coy, Touch of Sunshine. Awesome. Now, all of those people are going to be there. We've we've uh, confirmed all this this week. Okay. So unless something at last minute happens, all these vendors are going to be out there set up all around. We have a couple of food vendors coming out to uh, take care of your... Uh, Hunger needs. Okay, let's talk. I see beans and cornbread on this thing. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's something the site always provides is uh, beans and cornbread. And uh, <laughs> uh, the folks that have helped us out in the past, uh, names, my name, names are going out of my head. Um, used to have the jewelry store. Okay. Chip and Kathy Smalley. Yes, Chip and Kathy Smalley. They're like the rest of us. It's it's getting time for us to retire. <laughs> and, uh, you know, due to, to health issues and whatever, and just wanting to have fun. Yeah. They, they're, they're not doing it this year, but we do have a substitute who will be helping us out. Awesome. With that particular thing. And, um, and like I said, I got to thank Chip and Kathy for all the years oh. that they've they've helped out out there. They've done so much just for the community in general. Right. They're just such good uh, stewards of, of a local community. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so let's talk about some of the events that are going on. Because I'm oh, reading yeah. this and I'm like, yes. holy moly, there's a lot. Well, we're trying to cram it all in, which this leads me up to the next thing. So we'll go through our events, and then I'll tell you the next thing. The next thing. Okay. Yes. Okay. So, of course, we have Red Brush and Andy Milliken uh, doing our uh, music. Awesome. Um, at uh, 11 a.m., we will do the judging for the pie and cake baking contest. It says pie and cake baking, but we actually had to go out and get some more ribbons because we had some cookie entries this year. Okay. How about gluten-free biscuit uh, <laughs> Well, we don't have that category, but it sounds like You're we may the winners, be. <laughs> sounds like we may be adding that. Okay. Uh, the Little Mr. and Miss Buckeye Furnace Contest also starts at 11, and we'll go through the kids there, and that's a lot of fun. Okay, so what is that exactly? Well, we, have, we do from newborns up normally through age 12, where we, we didn't get to have it last year. We're doing 13 this year, so the kids that would have been able to do it last year can go ahead and do it this year. Okay. And what do they have to do? They just have to show up dressed like a country kid. We don't want formals. We don't want frou-frou. We want kids showing up. No lace. Yeah. just It's no need for the parents to spend a lot of money. Okay. We want kids being kids. Yes. Sounds good. And some of the kids will do a talent. Some of them will sing. We've had kids sing and and whatever, but normally the judges will talk to them, and, and you kind of can get to see their personality from that. Love that. 
uh, and it's a lot of fun. And there's six different age groups within that big age group. So there is going to be six different little Mr. and Mrs. Oh. And they get okay. trophies and all the kids get a medal for Very good. <laughs> being there. Okay. Oh, the skillet throw. Yes, the skillet throw. That Since there's one boy here at this table. Well, there's two guys in the in the studio. So. Yeah, but we don't use live guys. We use a big old wooden <laughs> Why? cutout. Well, I think it's against the law. People have no sense of humor. Yeah, I know. And I don't know. I don't probably wouldn't like a six inch cast iron skillet coming at me. But uh, we set that up and it runs two, two and a half hours because we had a pretty lengthy line of people competing. <laughs> There's a there. lot of women that want to throw skillets well, at a fake man. Well, you know, what, what they really want is the free set of cast iron cookware that goes to the highest scorer. Aha. Mm-hmm. How do you get points? How, what, yeah, how parts, does that work? Parts of the body that you hit. <laughs> okay, what part of the body gets the um, highest points? The one that makes your voice go up. Heard. Heard. Going to win us some okay. cast iron cookware. Going to try. <laughs> okay. um, and then you have a petting farm. Yes, the uh, Pampered Pets Petting Farm is coming. What? It's the first year for them. They are a very nice petting farm, as you can see down through here. And as I told the guys earlier, Aww. there's going to be a unicorn. <laughs> Y'all can get your pictures taken with them. There is free food provided for the kids to feed the animals. Love that. And uh, it, it's going to be a lot of fun, I think. Um, big draw. Okay. This is so good. Pie and cake auction at 2 o'clock. Okay. Anybody that wants to bring a pie and a cake to be auctioned off, please do. Okay. Okay, and no Mrs. Smiths. Uh, <laughs> Please tell me that somebody doesn't do that. No, nobody's ever done that. Uh-uh. <laughs> no Sarah Lee either. Okay, the pie eating contest and the hog calling contest, both for adults and kids. Uh, that's always a, a lot of fun. And this year, for the first time, we're doing a beard contest for men. Love that. And we got four different categories, which is... Longest, neatest, scraggliest, and I'm the fourth one's eluding me right now. But only every the, all the beards will be judged by the audience, except for the longest. That one has to be measured. It has to be measured. Okay, so we get those four winners, and then those four winners get to do best of show. Oh, okay. So they should have a beard contest for women too. Yeah, I could probably enter that uh, one. Me too. Yeah. <laughs> okay. That's a whole other story we yeah. can talk about sometime. Whole nother show. Yeah. <laughs> okay. A Chinese auction, it begins at 4.30 or a little, you know, it's it's somewhere around 4.30-ish. Okay. Because we end at 5. But this is the thing. For all of our vendors, we don't charge a fee. What we ask for is a item to put in our Chinese auction. Aha! Uh-huh. So the Chinese auction is always re- really popular because people want to try to get, you know, stuff yeah. from the vendors. They yeah. Wanna, yeah. Yeah, yeah, they want to get some tallow cream stuff. <laughs> well, <laughs> you know, and actually... And for, some biscuits. <laughs> for, for the beard contest, Elise has... Uh, yeah, my provided. I have a tallow man bomb that is for beards. Yeah, mm-hmm. you can use it anywhere on on the body. But 
I've got um, honey and beeswax in the in the tallow with the extra virgin olive oil. Mm -hmm. But it's a great shaper and former for yeah. beards and mustaches and and it doesn't smell like girly. Mm -hmm. No, it's a it's a fur needle uh, smell with patchouli and bergamot. Ooh, I would actually like that. Yeah. <laughs> I have no idea what she just said. It's hippie smells. <laughs> hippie smells. Okay, gotcha. Just go with hippie smells. Go with hippie smells. Okay, I can do that. Uh, let's see. What else we got there? Well, we've got some cattle corn. Yeah. Who's yeah. making that? Hmm. Uh, I'm not sure yet. <laughs> I don't, I can't do it myself. I've got other things that I got to be doing that day. <laughs> She's like... I got this kettle corn thing, but somebody else is going to have to do it because I'm kind of busy. You got to yeah. delegate. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And then I saw that it says like carnival uh, games for the kids and, and pumpkin decorating too. Right. We have an area that runs from a fence here up to where the, the uh, garage's shop is right there. And in that area, we put all the kids' stuff. And we got un helped unload 100 pumpkins last night. <laughs> and this year, uh, pretty sure it was Hoover Farms. They gave us an excellent super buy on that. Plus, they donated some stuff, too. Oh, cool. And the pumpkins this year for the kids, mom or dad's going to have to carry them to the car because I think the smallest one's that big. Oh, oh, gosh. And they can decorate them and take them home with them. So, will they be, like, painting or carving? Painting. No. We oh. we tried carving the first year. We don't want to do knives and small right. children. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, it's, it's painting and stickers and cool. whatever we've got that they can put on their pumpkins. Fun. Um. Let's see what else. Oh, there's all kinds of games for them to play. Um, sack races. That sounds uh, fun. Yeah. Can we do an adult one? Sure. Why not? <laughs> why not? Sign a waiver. Yeah, right. Yeah. I can see like a lot of elbows going on there. Yeah. And uh, the main so thing bring your sack. lawn chairs so you will be comfortable. Okay. Okay. And uh, you can bring your dog on a leash if you want. Yeah, I brought Marley out to the mm -hmm. fall one. Yeah, there are a lot one. of people, a lot of people. And uh, so that leads me up to just a little talk about next year's event. As you can see, we've Is got this... a lot crammed into one day. Yeah. We're going to attempt to go to a two-day event next year. Whoa. Yeah, and we're planning on focusing the second day on Halloween. Cool. Fun. That's fun. So, Buckeye Furnace is a great place to, yeah, to do Halloween mm -hmm. stuff. It is a great place to do Halloween stuff. And, and we, you know, constantly are looking for things that the whole family can do. So mm -hmm. there may be a family pumpkin carving contest. Love that. Um, all kinds of really neat stuff that, uh, you know, we want everybody to come back at second day. And they won't be coming back for a repeat of the first day. Mm -hmm. Right. It, it will be different. Two different yeah. Oh, yeah, days worth of stuff. Right. Maybe For sure. Bonfire the second day where the kids can make some oars and uh all or the adults. Well, anybody. <laughs> okay. Anybody. All right, s'mores. Are you a Reese cup kind of s'more person or just chocolate? Dark chocolate. Yeah. Just just chocolate. I didn't know about Reese cup once. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah I think <laughs> it's a new fad. Uh. It's a thing. It doesn't sound bad. No, it sounds yeah. good. I, I, like, I like dark chocolate and sea salt. Oh, really yeah. Or have you ever taken those Godivas, that are the filled ones? 
and put those in s'mores? No. See, and they're judging me for peanut butter. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, we went past peanut my butter. My God, they just the went all <laughs> fancy. <laughs> mm-hmm. No, we ain't fancy, remember? No. <laughs> right. Not right. fancy. Uh, Other than the Godiva, but we'll talk about that later. <laughs> um, so, peanut butter cup, chocolate, just chocolate? Just chocolate, but now that I've heard about the peanut butter cup, that might be tried. <laughs> Gotta at least try it. Yep. Yeah, it's good. I'm mm. not into s'mores. <laughs> the trick is finding gluten-free graham kids, crackers. But I'm, not, I'm not into it. You don't, it. you don't do s'mores? No. I bet she doesn't like burnt marshmallows either. <laughs> what a weird, oh. weird little girl this. she is. <laughs> it, they're not brown unless you set it on fire. Yeah, you gotta set it on <laughs> fire. Oh, gosh. Yeah, I like yeah. to set it on fire. Yeah, sure. And then... Mm-hmm. Throw it right back into the fire. But charcoal's good for your body. Uh. <laughs> it gives you a little activated charcoal. Yeah, there you go. See, it's healthy. <laughs> we can find a way to make it that way. Speaking uh, of, as I went through this diatribe off the air of not eating sugar anymore, and I'm sitting here talking about s'mores, <laughs> which is nothing but sugar. Uh-huh. But that's okay. Occasionally, like one time a year, it's yeah. fine. One time a year, fall off the wagon. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely jump off that wagon. Just for, don't make it for three months. Correct. Mm. <laughs> now that you're thoroughly depressed. Yeah. <laughs> you got you to get a little padding on you for winter. That's what it, That's what it is. Oh, See, yeah. it's like, you know, we humans don't grow a lot of hair anymore. Yeah. So therefore Speaking we've got to some of it. Enough for everyone. <laughs> Oh my gosh, you guys. Uh, I'm seeing a whole other contest. Uh, <laughs> the hairiest contest. human. <laughs> uh, yeah, then we'll have like a real, oh, that's it. We'll have a real life yeah, Sasquatch, find the Sasquatch contest. There we go. They had that at Hawking Hills. Did, Did they? Did you see that? No. They, we, I just, I wasn't a vendor at it, but I went to it with my kids and it was the, um, they had the Sasquatch, like the kids were able to do Sasquatch walks and mm-hmm. have a competition. Oh, like a whole Sasquatch on, thing. Yeah, and they did thing. the howl. Oh, oh that's nice. a good one. It was, and there were some professionals out there. Okay. Oh, yeah. And it was, it, it was impressive. I was... I'm a believer. Let's just say that. <laughs> we'll have to tell her about the marbles and stuff off the air, Dylan. We had a Bigfoot hunter on here. No, wait. Uh, oh, no, what was really? it? It's not Hunter. Enthusiast? Uh, no. Um, was Reese? Was no. Uh, it was, was a, at the festival. I think it's a, they call themselves like researchers or uh, something. Uh, They're not gotcha. hunters. So, yeah. No. Anyway. Gotcha. But evidently they exchange marbles with the Bigfoots. That's how they communicate. Are they sure they're not exchanging marbles with each other? Well. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I didn't ask that question, but I was thinking it. I bet they were short a few marbles. Yeah. Well, I mean. That's why they got to trade them around. You know, I'm not. Hey, listen. Marble laundering. Marble laundering. (laughs) I'm not anyone to judge. So here we are. No, no, very much not. But if Mm. if that's your jam, man, go for it. Mm. (laughs) Um, So very, very cool. This is going to be a wonderful day on Saturday of so much stuff. And, you know, there are other events going on. Um, so, so, you know, you can make your rounds, too. Like, you don't right. have to, you know, just pick one thing and go. You can. There's all kind of great things going on as well. But we definitely need you to go out to Buckeye Furnace Fall Festival and um, check it out because mm-hmm. over 50 vendors. Yeah, 
Mm-hmm. It'll be fun. There's going to be something for everybody. And uh, bring your lawn chair, bring your kids, bring your pets. Well, your dog anyway. As long as it's well behaved. Just don't <laughs> drop off any more cats. <laughs> or dogs. Or ferrets. Or whatever. Any other Yeah, thing. no more snakes. We, ha- we have a... A little black snake that kind of sneaks in and out of the museum from time to time. Oh. Tammy named him Draco because he's Slytherin. <laughs> <laughs> it's a black snake. Black snakes are pretty harmless. No, they say they're good, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. They're yeah. friend. They keep the poisonous ones away and mm-hmm. keep the mice out. Okay. Or they eat them. One or the other. Yep. Ooh, fun. Mm-hmm. Ooh. So, that's great. And the only other thing I want to say today and get it out there probably get me shot but that's all right we have it i'll protect you okay (laughs) no shoots okay um we've been working very hard on this of course going to a two-day event and uh the site is getting more and more popular all the time we're getting more and more people from around the country literally absolutely and so one of the things that we're wanting to do in conjunction with the ohio history connection is get a facility out there that can be used as a shelter house, a stage, uh, whatever. Okay. Gazebo. No, big, bigger than a gazebo. Pavilion. Yeah, pavilion would be a good thing to call it. That way, you know, we could do, um, we can have people out there doing talks on the different parts of the furnace and and how things were done. Uh, we can um, let we can rent it out to people to use for receptions or meetings or whatever they want to do, and uh, we just need a facility like that on the site. Okay. So as you know, we're great outdoors, and every once in a while you want a roof. Uh, <laughs> yeah. You know, so that's that's a project that we're seriously working towards is getting getting some kind of a facility up, Love and. That. Hopefully, our own bathroom, so we don't have to rent porta potties every year. Mm. I know that's, that would be fantastic. That would it? be people's, you know. But at least we can do that. That's a, yeah. you know, that is an option. But hopefully, bigger and better things for Buckeye Furnace stuff is is happening. We've noticed a um, lot more people coming over from Athens County, Meigs County, yeah, Galpolis. Gallia County, and uh, that's pretty neat. We're uh, it's growing. It's kind of funny that Buckeye Hill or Buckeye Hills, Buckeye Furnace has been there for so long, but it's like due to the pandemic, I feel like a lot of people just sought out um, things that they could do outside, and then all of a sudden mm. now, you know, Hawking Hills has always been popular, but has just whew, mm. and then so all of all of the places right on the outskirts of that are benefiting yep. as well. But um, as more traffic comes through, which is mm-hmm. great, um, there's also more wear and tear on the property, um, more people there to do things they shouldn't be doing. So we want to also ask that you respect those properties and um, yes. pick up your stuff. Don't do mm. stupid things there, please. That's my soapbox, <laughs> not Jan's. Oh, it's Jan's too. Um, also the friends of Buckeye Furnace recently donated six new picnic tables to the site and, uh, a friend of ours made him, he actually milled the wood 
to make the picnic tables. Love that. And uh, him and his wife uh, did the work, and we've got them out there now for the fall festival. Very nice. Um, It's just growing, but we need to have some place to grow to. Mm -hmm. And, you know, that, that would be quite nice. Another thing, too, you know, this part of the state, I think within the next 10 years, is eventually going to be more tourism-based. Mm-hmm. I think so, too. And it starts at Hocking Hills. It sure does. But it's coming south. It is. and Definitely coming south. We just uh, were contacted recently by a gentleman who just wrote a uh, new book on the Hanging Rock Iron region. Okay. Route 93 runs right through the middle of the Hanging Rock Iron region. And he had a really good idea. So I know that the local historical society has already contacted our uh, state uh, electors. People. Yeah. Our peeps. I never know whether to say senators. or, But anyway, they are contacting these people to get <clears throat> State Route 93 renamed the Iron Road. Oh. Interesting. That sounds bad, eh? Well, and <laughs> the thing is... Buckeye Furnace is one of only three reconstructed charcoal iron furnaces in the country, and that's going to put Buckeye Furnace right in the middle of it. That's exactly right, and that is so, so cool. And again, people, I I hope that y'all appreciate that we have this in our backyard Mm -hmm. um, because there were, you know, in the country, oh, God, hundreds if not thousands of of these furnaces, and uh, we have a reconstructed one Mm -hmm. right here in our backyard. Well, the Hanging Rock Iron region runs from just above Logan to the northernmost part of Kentucky. And within that area, there was uh, 68 furnaces. Right. Wow. So that's, that's, you know, and at that point in time, that's where the, the iron was coming from for everything, mm-hmm. including the Civil War. Yes. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we, we have an important site out there that we need to keep building upon and, Absolutely. and preserving. And cherishing. Yes. You know. Absolutely. Yeah. Agreed. Wow, there's a lot going on. You're full of it this morning. People tell me that all the time. I mean, <laughs> I should have just stopped with taking out the this morning part. <laughs> no, this is so fun. And um, so tell us a little bit. We have a few minutes left here. and We may as well keep you if you don't mind. Sure. Tell us about... Um, as you all were here and talking about your fantastic uh, products, tell us about some of the ones that you all have encountered that you think are really cool that people are doing throughout the different um, farmers markets and other things that you have seen. Oh, there's been all sorts of stuff uh, at the farmers market this year. There's been a lot of variety. Mm. Um, there have been a lot, a yeah. lot of farm to table places that you can get dried flower bouquets you can get fresh flowers you can get uh there's people making everything lately and that's so good and there's there seems to be like around here especially we seem to be at the very beginning of a reawakening of like hill culture like what my gram and her family understood 
a lot of uh, what we're doing specifically is hearkening back to how my great grandfather would have recognized living. Where did the disconnect come? Like I can remember, <clears throat> and this is not knocking anyone, and but you know, and mm. I'm so disappointed with myself that I can remember going to my grandmother's and my great uncle. Mm. They all lived, you know, on a farm together mm. and farmed and did all this stuff, and I can remember being a little girl and them canning and having this big cellar mm-hmm. and they had canned meat and oh, they yeah. had mm-hmm. vegetable mm-hmm. soup. And it was, I can remember just them sending me down to grab something. Mm-hmm. She had a big rhubarb patch in the backyard, yeah. which by the way, was a really cruel joke because it sat on a hill <laughs> and she would send my cousin and I out with nothing <laughs> to pick the rhubarb. <laughs> and it, Every one time, 100% of the time, we rolled down the hill yep. after it let go. But that, yeah. I think she just got her kicks out of that. Mm. But anyway, where is the, where was that disconnect between us continuing on that legacy? I, I just don't know what happened. Uh, Reagan. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, what happened was in the, in the, the, the 80s in particular, uh, I grew up, I'm a river rat. I grew up in South Shore right literally knee deep in the river mud yeah uh in the 80s which is you know i'm either superman or gonna die of cancer so (laughs) right but that was the sensibility at the time it was very oh well you know it's all you know let's all get out what you know everybody for themselves get out while you can everybody left after we graduated yeah you know i you know the whole generation ahead of me took off and it was called the great Appalachian brain drain because everyone who could left Left. and went to the cities, including myself. I did it in 99. But now everybody's leaving the city and coming. Now it's going the other direction. Isn't it so funny? I got kidnapped uh, down here from Cleveland. Did you really? uh, Welcome. Shocker. (laughs) It's a culture shock, but I'm enjoying it. Yeah. Yeah. No. And um, so it's so funny because... You know, I've lived in Columbus and I've lived mm-hmm. here and um, we have friends that laugh. We laugh at each other because they come down here for mm. vacation. We go to the city Ooh. for vacation. Like, oh, they're not like, me anymore. Yeah. Well, I mean, just like to get away. It's yeah. like, oh, well, let's go do something mm. in the city. And then you come back home and it's vice versa for mm. them. And so I guess it's whatever you're not, you know, used to. But well, and I, I think- like it here. I like it here too. Uh, I think a lot of issues came with society becoming lazy, mm. and so we got well, it's processed just foods to, to go right. get a can of corn at the grocery store than to, yeah. than to get Pick fresh, it, cut it off, and can it. Man, and the all taste that. is different. Oh, gosh. Mm-hmm. You know, it and is so much better. And that, we're all realizing well, that, and that's no. how that's how we avoid using a lot of added sugar too, because there's a lot of natural sweetness in the whole milk and the butter that we use mm-hmm. that come Correct. from natural sugars that are easier for your body to process. Which is another reason you're not going to get the digestive discomfort that you would from, say, some, you know, a mass marketed product yeah. whatever chemicals they're being used right as a exactly we don't use any preservatives everything is stuff that you can pronounce right yeah, a lot of mm-hmm. yeah we go like pure cane sugar that kind mm-hmm. of thing to try and uh 
keep the processing out as little as possible. Mm -hmm. Which also goes back to your tallow um, products of just being a natural animal byproduct. Mm -hmm. You can feel however you want to, I guess, about the animal situation, but like... It's better not to waste it. It's actually correct the whole part mm-hmm. of the animal. And I don't not, understand. It's going to wait. It's yeah. To tail. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And that's what, you that's know, if what... you, if you watch, you know, any cooking shows oh, yeah. from foreign countries or whatever, like well, it's, that's yeah. what they do. It's also respecting the animal. Agreed. Like if you're going to use an animal for harvest, the least that you could do is use the whole thing yeah. and not be you know, shunting it off into, you know, feed for some other animal or something, make art out of it, make something out of it. Correct. You know, and, and there's all sorts of like tools and things that, you know, local people have been using around here for thousands of years that can be made out of bone and things like that too. Sure. So there's no reason not to make the most of what we have naturally available here. I just love that the people are finding these things again and, Mm -hmm. and, um, Again, it goes back to my, you know, if we can't live off the land, I don't know what to tell you. Other than I will admit there are some miracle medicines out there. Yeah. So, yeah. 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 Not yeah. everything but, is bad, but when you're... If you could start with living off the land kind of mm. thing and then go from there. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, we'll take indoor plumbing at least. Yeah. <laughs> I would I mean, like to We're going to be hypocrites in some manner. <laughs> we like to call our place grid optional. Mm. We have we are on municipal water and electricity, but we've gotten we've gotten rid of all uh, the, you know, gas delivery and we have solar panels. Oh, cool. So, we have kind of a hybrid model where if the power goes out, we're all right. Mm. but we like having it while it's here. Yeah, right, right, right. <laughs> you know? Yeah. No, and I get it. I mean, there's you can't go... I mean, you can if you want, but yeah, mm. it doesn't make a lot of mm. sense, especially when trying to run a business. Right. <laughs> You're right, right. So. You know, I was wondering, how did you come up with the the way to make your tallow products? Like, well... so I know, that, I know what, why you did, but I didn't yeah. know how. Well, so... Um, I actually get a magazine every month. It's the Homesteaders magazine, um, the Backwoods, um, if you've heard of that. Love well, that. I, um, my husband, first I was buying tallow just to, just to, that was for me to try it, was buying it, right? And then when I realized we were using it up and all of us were using it, um, my husband was like, why don't you make it yourself? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, well, I have no idea. He's like, <laughs> he's like, well, I'm sure there's stuff you can find online to, to make it. And Just I'm like, Google it. Yeah, I don't know if I want to do He's like, we have all the ingredients except the, the beef suet, which is the fat. Mm-hmm. He's like, call our butcher and you can get the fat that, you know, when yeah. we get our, our half a pound. Half Again, a cow. that they're throwing oh, away. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Right. Um, he's like, call him up. And I'm like. Yeah, no, I'll just keep buying it. And then he's like, all right, all right. Well, the next month we got that magazine in the mail. And on the front, it said how to render your own beef tallow. Mm-hmm. Shut up. It's a it was like it was a God process. thing. Oh, like I was yeah. like, all right, you, you got me. I'll, I'll give it a try. <laughs> and Somebody's there, trying I to just, tell me something. Yeah, I just yeah. follow that in the book and the um, magazine in it. Um, you just take the fat, you put it in a crock pot with water and salt, 
-hmm. And you render that down on low for uh, 16 hours because I do about 10, 15 pounds at a time. Oh, okay. Um, So I got a couple crock pots going. And then um, you strain it with the cheesecloth. And then um, what happens is that the water and the salt, it separates the impurities from Mm -hmm. the fat. And then um, it solidifies, so that's when it separates. And then you scrape off the bottom of, it's called a tallow cake. It literally looks like a cake out of the bowl. And then I put it back in the crock pot. I do it over again, and it leaves this odorless um, fat that is great and soft. and Wonderful. See, now you know. Yeah. And it's good for you. Yeah. So, so you can get all of these products this weekend at the Buckeye Furnace Fall Festival. So get out there. Jan, could you give a little bit of uh, driving directions? Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Grab a pen and paper. because No, just put it in your GPS. That's what I did. Yeah, I you, you can put it in your GPS. Once you get on 124 going towards Wilkesville, you'll see the signs for Buckeye Furnace. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So just put it in Buckeye Furnace and it'll yeah. get there. We all, speaking of niceties, we all have that GPS thing. The portable brain we all rely yes. on. Yeah. That, How we ever got anywhere <laughs> I just without tell, that, I don't I just know. tell Siri that's what I want. Yeah. Tell that woman in the phone to do what you want. Oh, I got to <laughs> tell you what I did a couple of weeks ago at Buckeye Uh-oh. Furnace. It Uh-oh. was it was bad. We were talking about... Uh, younger folks and everything and how you know how it seems like none of them know how to cook mm-hmm. um you know and and all the different things and somebody said you know all they know is how to use their phone i said well they could at least call 911 hey siri call 911 not realizing my phone was in my pocket oh, <laughs> no! yes it did i apologized and they said oh it's fine you know i said i am so sorry be careful what you say to your phone (laughs) (laughs) it's always listening yeah i'm scared yeah Yeah. all right well you guys thank you so much for spending your morning with us we greatly appreciate it we hope everybody gets out to the fall festival this coming weekend and uh this coming saturday check it out bring the kids just have a it's supposed to be beautiful um supposed to be like 65 degrees mm-hmm. so it should be a lovely perfect fall the day the trees are going to be gorgeous and the trees oh, yeah. are going to be drive yeah be amazing mm-hmm. absolutely gorgeous I'm so part of that. what are you laughing at i'm wondering if that set anyone as a viewer's phone off oh my god <laughs> I, I think it's supposed to react to your voice and not somebody <laughs> yeah. else yeah we'll see my we'll son see. used to be able to activate mine though oh no oh, it's bad, bad. It's like those Amazon devices, too. Yep. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll get out of here for the day. Uh, we'll be back with some other special guests tomorrow. So thank you for watching, and we'll see you then. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye.